Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. The JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. We have had callers so far tonight from San Diego, Nova Scotia, Atlanta, Georgia, New Hampshire, and a bunch of other places that I can't remember off the top of my head right now because I've talked to so many damn people. I get started every weeknight at 10 p.m. Eastern. 7 Pacific. Thank you our, Thank you to our producer doing an excellent job tonight holding it down. Andrew Scarpaccio. You can listen to the show if you missed a minute on the free Odyssey app. You can hit rewind. You can hit pause. Thank you to everybody listening live on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. So whether you're tuned in on the ticket, the score, the loop, the game, I don't know what the hell your local station is called. I could roll through them all, but that'd take quite some time. I'll be here for a minute. Just thank you for listening. It's really that damn simple. You can also listen on Sirius XM channel 158. And if you got a smart speaker, if you're, uh, and what is that stupid thing? A Siri, Alexa, whatever the heck it is, you can just ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. I'll be hanging out with you for two more hours. Time flies when you're having fun. We've had an opportunity to talk about the return of John Morant uh, tonight. This man comes back, and uh, the Grizzlies beat New Orleans 115-113. to John Morant drops 34 points in his return, and he also scores uh, the game-winning layup, darting and driving to the basket uh, like the crazy athlete that he is. Uh, pretty amazing to see him return after 25 games, that 25-game suspension that pretty much ran into last year. So hopefully he has learned his lesson. I will say it again. Hopefully, he has learned his lesson. Uh, also tonight, not just the return of, of John Morant. Last hour, we talked about Caitlin Clark and Andrew Reese being named the Sporting News Athletes of the Year. A pretty cool conversation there, especially when you think about the impact that they've had on women's basketball, not just on the college ranks, but potentially the impact that they could have in the WNBA. Are pretty remarkable what they've done this year. We talked about Tommy DeVito and his uh, little pizza debacle. Looks like his uh, his agent uh, maybe tried to jump up the, the cost to book him, uh, maybe reneged on a price, and now Tommy DeVito feeling a little bit of heat. He ultimately showed up to the place for free, and I, I know he just probably wants to focus in on football and football only. We had an opportunity and chance to talk about Kalen DeBoer, Coming out of Washington, this man is now the AP Coach of the Year for college football. And as we continue on, I want to get more into to, to the NFL. 
We'll talk about the best team not in the NFC or the best team in the NFC not named the 49ers. I'll give you a couple of injury updates when it comes to C.J. Stroud and Jamar Chase. And so we got a whole lot more to do over the next two hours. We do have a whole lot of folks who have been waiting patiently on the phone lines. And so I want to make sure that we go ahead and get them in before we continue on. If you want to talk to me, it's 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. I want to remind you as well, folks, listen to me very carefully. I ain't going to be here next week, okay? I ain't going to be here on Friday. If you want to talk to me, you, you got something on your chest, on your heart, on your soul that you've been wanting to say to me, you better do it tonight and tomorrow or Thursday. You got three days to do it, two and a half days, so get with it. Let's go to Chad. Chad is calling from Charlotte. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Chad? Hey, Chad, you're live on the radio. What's up? Hey, what's going on, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, what happened? What happened to your phone? I don't know. Every time I try to call you, something happens, man. I don't know. Last time I talked to you, you told me I sounded like I was in a Fiat. A Fiat? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say Fiat. I probably said something more insulting, but go ahead. Probably, but it's okay. Um, listen, I got a quick quick question. I just want to get your thoughts on it. I heard uh, Shaq say something one night that caught my interest. I don't know when, how long ago it's been since I've heard it, but I did hear it. Okay. He said the way to fix women's basketball, and I don't necessarily think it's fixing, but maybe to help it out a little bit more, to get it more uh, noticeable. It said, he said they have the passing, they have the shooting, now just lower the rim a little bit and let them have the dunking too, and it'll make it more um, interesting, know, uh, entertaining. Yeah. I mean, uh, pick a yeah, word. Yeah, anyone, more right? entertaining. Yeah, I, I remember Shaq said that a few years ago, and I remember Candace Parker pretty much taking a big dump on him for saying that. Uh, and it, what what a surprise, right, that Shaquille O'Neal would be the dude to say that they should lower the rim so we see more dunks. I, I think it's cool that we've seen a natural evolution in the women's game. I mean, let's be real. Right. In, in, in the NBA, it, it's taken decades. It took decades for us to see a natural evolution of the game whether it's the banning of the dunk at the college level or going into the NBA, I, I think it's, it's good to see a natural evolution of the WNBA. There was a point in time where you wouldn't see a woman dunk. Now it ain't all right. that out of the ordinary. And so I think it's right. good to see the game evolve by itself without having to adjust it. I mean, the, the basketball that they play with is smaller. Uh, right. what, else do, what else do we need? Let them ball out. Right, I don't necessarily think it's taking a shot at the women's league by lowering the rim. I, you know, I, I don't have a problem with women's basketball at all. I actually watch it. Me and my kids watch it. Um, but, yeah, man, that's, that's all I had. I do have one other thing, man. You are the only person that I know that can tell someone to shut up and they apologize to you, Jr. You've got a God ta- God-gifted talent, my man, and you are amazing. Love listening <laughs> to you. Enjoy Thank the holidays, you. my man. You as well, Chad. Thank you for calling from Charlotte. Yeah, it's just, it's, that's called respect. <laughs> that's all that is. And most, if I'm telling somebody to shut up, then you really, you really going out on the deep end, man. You, you really are. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Chicago. And I think this is my, uh, my main man, the Uber driver. It's Daniel. Hey, Daniel, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? 
Hey, JR. How are you? I'm amazing. How are you this evening? See what the, the, the other, uh, the guy that just talked to you now, what he said? He said, you're a man of respect. What did I say? I said, you're a man of respect, right? Oh, thank I, I got to put that on the T-shirt, and I'm going to walk around with it all day, I, okay? I told you, you're a man of respect. Man of, you're, you're, you're a man of integrity, too. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. And except for when I'm yeah. like punching old ladies across or pushing them across the street. But thank you. Yes. Yeah. The only question I got for you is that what do you think the Chicago Bears need to do with uh, number one? Uh, well, assuming that they get number one, and assuming that they also keep number five there and end up with both of them, I'm in the I'm in the camp of hey, move on from Justin Fields. That's just me. Um, I think you let him go ahead and and succeed somewhere else. I think you go ahead and restart the clock because if you keep fields, the next thing you're going to have to do is pay him. Uh, You're going to have to start paying him probably in the amount of $40 million a year. I'd rather go ahead and and grab the picks. If you think there is a similar talent between like him and Caleb Williams, or maybe not similar talent, but if you think you can get the same results in a few years and get it cheaper while filling out the roster, I think you go ahead and do that. Okay. All right. I'm, Did I I'm answer thinking. your question? You sound disappointed. Yeah, yeah. You answered my question, but it's like I, I like I like I like Justin. You know. Yeah. Well, I like him too. I I think it's a smart move for for everybody to move on from each other. But what do I know? I'm just sitting here making educated uh, thoughts. Okay. Educated. Hey, Daniel, you okay. drive safe out there. That's right, it. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. I don't know what happened. Daniel's always so talkative. Sometimes he has his passengers sitting in the back of the Uber. I don't know what the hell's going on. Hey, let's go to Steve from Morgan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Steve? Hey, G. I gotta, I gotta uh, um, say what the other caller said. That anybody that can cap, that can captivate and retain an audience of millions just by talking to a microphone for four hours is amazing. But you, sir, are very good at what you do. Very good. Well, thank you. You're welcome. What's up? Um, hey, what part of Oregon are you calling from? I called last week. Remember where I was talking about the glittering town of uh, Philadelphia and why uh, uh, why they're Uh-oh. getting all the stars while they don't come out here? <laughs> I'm not going hey, you there were, tonight. Yeah, but... you crapped on the city of Philadelphia. I remember you. <laughs> I remember you. It was uh, it was nice. I like when cities beef. You're so far away from Philly, you can say it, but uh, I remember you. Yes. I, but I'm thousands of miles from San Francisco, but I'm still saying it. But anyway... I'm going to sound like an old man on the line here, but um, first of all, the NBA knows when to stand tall when it counts. Morant can't run into a, a locker room with firearms. Draymond Green can't be choking people. But I don't know how far back you go, but in the 70s and 80s, I remember when players were rarely suspended for any reason. You, you know, you didn't have that weird scuffle between Green and LeBron James in the 2016 finals where that, that ejection spoiled an evening. And it, spoiled the, it spoiled the finals. Um, players threw punches. There was no such thing as a flagrant foul. Referees were thick-skinned. They took a ton of abuse, but they maintained complete control. It just seems like everybody is overly sensitive. And uh, well, and wouldn't you wouldn't you say that it is a from a fan and a consumer perspective? Wouldn't you say it's a good thing that the NBA has matured over the past, let's say, thirty-five to forty years? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I have, but it's little things like a player that stands over a fallen opponent in defiance, throws up his hands, mutters an obscenity that only a few people can hear, 
and then they get tossed out or they get a technical. Oh, yeah. I, I, I agree that's, with you. That's, but, where, that's where it's going. And, you know, look, I totally agree. The league has to stand up. People have changed. Times have changed. But at the same time, they're going, the pendulum's going way too far on the I, other I don't, um, I don't think so. I think what happens is, when, and I'm glad you used the, the example of a, of a pendulum, it swings back and forth. It's it's all about it's all about balance. It's going to swing one way and then it's going to swing the other way and it never stays right there in the middle. And so I I agree with you and I don't know where the hell he went. Maybe he got a call me from one of them uh track phones. I don't know what happened. But the fact is the NBA right now, yeah, come on. Dylan Brooks got ejected the other night and I had to say to myself I don't particularly care for Dylan Brooks and, and all of his uh, personality and all this other nonsense that he does. But the man got shoved in the back. Uh, I forgot who won the Bucks. Uh, Middleton shoved him in the back. And the referee looked at Middleton and said, hey, man, you flopping. And he's like, what are you talking about? I just got shoved in the back. And so, yeah, I saw Tim Hardaway Jr. go up for a dunk the other day. And they called a tech on him for hanging on the rim for too long. I'm like, yo, what are we doing here? It wasn't one of them Shaq hang on the rims from 30 years ago. And, and yes, yeah, sometimes the referees, they doing a little too much. Nikola Jokic got thrown out of a game. He's like, why am I getting thrown out? And so I think sooner than later we'll get a correction. I'm not overly concerned that everybody is way too sensitive. Uh, but, yes, right now they, they, they're making a lot of calls. And I think as we get further into the season, I don't know if we'll see the same stupidity because everybody gets graded. And I think, yeah, we we went from a day where the referees would curse right back at the players, and now the referees just throwing up tees. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Mike is here from Cleveland, Ohio. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, just one thing to correct the record. Uh, in 2016, after Draymond got kicked out, Bron still did get the block in Game Seven, and Kyrie dotted that eye, and Kevin Love got the stop on uh, nah, Steph Curry. So we, <laughs> all we, that happened, okay? We we all just so we correct we, the record we, about softness. We uh, hold on, like, hold on, this Mike. Guy is talking Mike. About the, oh my God, sheesh! Like Mike, we know who won the the championship. Correct the what? You represent the whole city of Cleveland. We here's simple answer: Draymond Green is an ass. He cost his team a championship, and Cleveland won. We we know what happened. We know what happened. I mean, she's let's slow down. Is that okay, Bye. Mike? We won game. Is that all we right? Game. Oh my God! Goodbye, Mike. Sheesh, Mike. Who who doesn't love Mike? Damn. Let's ask our producer Andrew. Hey Andrew, who doesn't love this guy? Somebody doesn't love him. Do you know who? I have no idea. He was still going that whole time where you were talking. Yeah, let's see if he's still going. I didn't hang up on him. You, you still going? Yeah. Oh, well, he's, he, he's, he slowed down a little bit, Andrew. He slowed down just a little bit. I mean, sheesh. He's like the, the, the townsman for Cleveland, Ohio. Man, they won the championship. Like, who's arguing? He came over here throwing darts. Damn. What a rough day this guy's had. Barry from Boston, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Barry? Yeah, how are you, brother? I'm excellent. How are you? 
Good. So before I get to sports, I just want to say Merry Christmas and Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, and whatever else you celebrate. Um, uh, neither. I, I, hope, I, uh, hope I think about one of the three probably uh, Christmas, but thank you. Okay. So um, to the other caller's point, um, I was going to talk about something a little more boring, but to the other caller's point about how things have changed so much in the NBA – in the NFL, you know, Tom Brady and every all, every quarterback couldn't be touched uh, anymore. It's so much different than the 70s and 80s. Well, hockey, for instance, I'm a hockey guy, number one. He and, and all the sports have changed, and I think change is good. But hockey tried to implement no more fighting. And what happened to the ratings when there was no more fighting in hockey? Can, can you tell me? Man, I don't, I don't know. As long as I look, these dudes are still punching each other in the face. <laughs> so, so for a, a small period, let's say five years, they they said zero fighting, and you know, guys were literally getting tossed, not just getting sent to the penalty box, and in, and the ratings plummeted. So, so they said, okay, let's bring it back to how it was in the seventies and eighties. Let's bring it back to like real hockey, where it's competitive. You know. So I agree with the, that other guy that was calling from Oregon. Uh, I've never been to Oregon, but I completely agree with him. Are you like, a hippie? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I am. I, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, right. uh, uh, <laughs> so maybe I will go to Oregon. Uh, yeah. But uh, so I, I like it out there too. I'm I'm halfway. You need heavy, I think. you you need you need competitiveness in any sport. I don't care if you're playing basketball or if you're playing soccer, football, hockey, baseball. It doesn't matter. Competitiveness and the fight. And I, I, and I don't necessarily mean you know like a bombardic third world country where you're just mm. fighting each other because that's silly, obviously. But the competitiveness of hockey and basketball. And football is what makes people watch the sport. Okay. Nah, yeah, it's true. I, I don't watch no damn blowouts. Hey, Barry, thank you for calling from Boston, man. You take hey, it Hey, brother. You I'll talk to you next year. Yeah, no, damn. He's like, I ain't talking to you the rest of this year. Okay, fine. Yeah, next year. Oh, that, that'll only be two weeks from now, so that'll be fine. 855-212-4CBS. I, I agree with him, though. Like, change is good. A lot of people can't deal with change. Like, I don't like the changes in baseball, but I, I understand them. I, I deal with it. I could address and, and probably propose additional changes in baseball, like how they market their players. But, hey, I'm not sitting up in uh, the CMO's office. I could tell you what changes I don't know is good. All these changes in the NFL. Like, you can't even tackle a dude in the league anymore. You know, I touched on this last night while we were having all these uh, – these technical issues, but there's like a real issue. If you want to talk about something that's really going to change, it's going to be football. Like we've seen rule changes. We've seen the league get sued. We've seen the NFL have to shell out money due to concussions. This is the NFL doesn't look like what it looked like. I don't know. 20 years ago. 40 years ago, 50 years ago, 60 years ago. The NFL has been around for 100 years. It don't look the way it did a a century ago. And what is it going to look like in another 20 years? It's not going to look how it looks today. The game that I'm watching now doesn't look like the game I watched growing up.
We're going to talk about that more on the other side. I'm going to get to more of your calls. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Well, this is an interesting game right now. About the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics are trying to win. 121 all. I'll get to more of your calls on the other side on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, thanks for taking my call. You have a great show. I listen to you on my midnight shift every night. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. And this portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Are you stuck in a timeshare and one out? You can contact Wesley Financial Group now and you can get a free timeshare exit information kit at WesleyFinancialGroup.com. You see, the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics are in overtime right now. Oh, well, damn, I don't know who the hell blocked Andrew Wiggins, but he blocked the hell out of that guy. 125 to 121. Golden State Warriors leading the Boston Celtics about two minutes left in overtime as Klay Thompson uh, misses a three. Anyway, we got a lot of callers here, and then I want to talk about how the NFL is is changing and maybe not for the better. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, let's go ahead and talk to Mark from Sacramento. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Mark? Hey, hey, hey. Well, I'm glad to hear that my Warriors are up by four. Um, I'm driving home from a basketball game I just officiated. I know high school has nothing to do with the NBA, not even the same stratosphere. But I think people lose perspective. If you watch any of the 80s or the 70s clips of basketball, you had two referees running down the center of the court. They all seem to be about 80 years old. You think you talk about calls being missed back then. Um, it's, it's not even the same as it is now. There's the amount of training that these guys go to. Um, and I wanted to talk about the technicals real quick. So, at the end of the day, I know they're making a lot of money, the referees, and there's good ones, there's bad ones. But, man, you can't take out the human emotion of it when you're just on the court, the things that they're being said and the things that are being called. Um, I don't know why we're taking the pressure away from the players to adjust versus putting it on the officials. I think that's the big issue that I have. I think it's on both, and I don't think, I don't think it matters what sport it is. I mean, everybody – I think it's, it's, it's readily acknowledged that everybody's a human – Unfortunately, we got social media where a bunch of idiots can run around and scream whatever's on their mind. Uh, I think it's this, and this is my approach when it comes down to officiating. They're human beings, too. And when you sit down and you play a game, I don't care if it's the NFL or the NBA or hockey or what have you, Major League Baseball. Yeah, you can have a crooked umpire, what, what, what the case might be. But you, you, you got nine innings to do some damage, right? You got 48 minutes to do damage. You got 60 minutes to do damage. It doesn't just boil down to that one play, that one call. I know it's real easy to look at what took place with New Orleans and the Rams and go, oh, man, well, the refs blew it. Well, what about the other, I don't know, 59 minutes and 59 seconds? And so that's my opinion in sports, and that's my ideology in life. You can always look at what somebody else is doing what the hell did you do with what you had control over? So that's that's my own personal uh, feelings when it comes down to sports. Now, having said that, everybody can do better. 
and you do have a lot of referees, and God bless you for what you do. I'm sure it's not easy. You said you ref high school uh, basketball? Yeah, high school basketball. Yeah, I'm sure it's not easy. I'm sure the kids are saying ridiculous things, and you got to listen to their parents act like belligerent children themselves at times. But in the pros, man, like I, I think a lot of the referees, for what you just said, a lot of their training, and I've I've talked to NBA refs. You know, it's like, do you got to be so damn sensitive all the time? And the players can do better. They don't got to yell at them like they're you know, just a bunch of Neanderthals running around. But sometimes these referees right now have gone real overboard. It used to be the referees would talk back and tell you, relax, chill out. But I think that, that the, the refs now, a lot of them seem so much younger, so much younger. And they, they just they just throwing people out where in the back in the day, the referee be like, man, shut up, like go over there. And we don't have that right now. Yeah, you know what? That's a great point about the referees being younger because the thing is, is I think they're training them to be obviously a little more robotic. As far as them telling the players to shut up, the referees would get reprimanded in a heartbeat by the people oh. that are running their association. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and but that's that's why we – listen, if, if Nikola Jokic is going to run up the co- off the court and say, hey, make the call bleep bleep, then a referee should be able to look at him and be like, yo, man, get your ass over there and it's, cut it out before I tech you up and throw you out again. Like, that's what we need. But everything is so PC right now, man. It's it's kind of nuts. Well, well now, last how, point how I would do... you – go ahead. No, I was going to say, I do appreciate you saying to, you know, I teach sixth grade. My kids come in every Monday morning like, hey, how's your weekends go? Soccer, basketball, football. Man, the refs, this, that, and the other. And they know what I do. I don't ever let them go there. How many shots did you miss? Right. You know, your basketball game was 32 to 74. Right. Okay. The 42 bad, 42 point back call that they made. Right. Like just constant, like get it away from the refs. What did you do to impact the game? Yeah, every, and that's just a life thing. Everybody is always looking to blame somebody else for what their problems are. Well, look, we, we all ain't going to have the, the same access. We all ain't going to have the same things at the, the, the tip of our fingertips. And, but it's just like with what you had control over, what did you do? That's it. Let me ask you this, Mark. How do you feel just as, as, as a ref? Like, are, are, do you feel that the kids now are, are feeling more entitled? Do they have respect for what's going on? Are the parents respecting you? How do you feel? So I have 15 years in this, and I don't think it's any different now than it was then. And I think we as referees, and now I have experience, I'm a veteran, it's how we control the situation. You do need to understand what you're going into. Um, but, again, I'm a veteran. I've been doing it a while. I know all the coaches. I, I know the communities. Um, but when you're a new referee, it's pretty tough. Like you got to get through your first two or three years. Um, because if you're not able to handle it, what I think is the young referees aren't willing to do it. When I started 15 years ago, we had 400 referees in our association. Right now we have 180 and freshman games, JV games are getting canceled all over the place because all of the referees, I'm 50, we're all 50 plus. We can't get any young referees to want to do what I do, and I think it's a shame. And why do you think that is? Because of the scrutiny? Why do you think that is? I think it's because, again, you go on a YouTube clips and you type in, you know, referees fighting at AAU games. I think a lot of it's the AAU because those games aren't regulated. So the guys are making 20 bucks. 
and they're on these courts, and there's no administration. There's no vice principal. There's no athletic director. And the nonsense that's happening at those games aren't regulated by any sort of administration. And that's where these young officials are learning you know, how to do it, and they're just getting bombarded bombarded by all this terrible behavior the high school behavior is not that bad because you have administration in the building it's all the aau games where they're doing eight games a day um and the behavior there is unregulated and young guys they just don't want to do it like you're making 15 bucks an hour in california minimum wage why am i going to go out and do this because the money is not what it means to them as it used to be um so i just think the young people of this generation they just don't want to deal with it and I'm yeah. trying. We're trying to get young people into our association. We just can't get them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you named it. I, I can go on YouTube, as you said, and, and look at horror stories just involving referees. And you know what? It, it, it's at all levels. I mean, last week we talked about the uh, – I think it's the Turkish referee in, in, in soccer. He got punched in the head not by a, a player, not by a fan, but by the president of the, of the squad. Uh, I mean, the team. Yeah, and he's he's punching the referees. So, I mean, we could all do a little bit better job with decorum. Hey, Mark, uh, good luck to you the rest of the way, and happy holidays, all right? Appreciate it. You too. No problem. Yeah, it's tough, man. You look at some of the clips. We all know about, like, helicopter parents. Can't get out the damn way. Got to be involved in everything. Yelling and screaming at the referee. And it's just like, well, now I know why the kid acts like a jackass, because I can look at you. It's like it's it's a game. I thought the idea of sports, especially with younger people, is not only to get them physically active and get them physically fit, but it's because of the values that they learn from participating in sports, from, yes, teamwork and patience and working together, respect. And then you got a parent sitting up in the stands just going ballistic, just missing a complete point. I guess there are too many parents who run around thinking that their kid is going to be LeBron or Shohei Otani. It's like, let's, let's pump the brakes here. Hey, Marco, what, what do you think about, like, the, 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 the development of, of where we see sports at and the, the parents losing their minds and the refs and stuff? I know your kids, are, they're still young, but they haven't reached that point where you could be an angry parent yet, right? No, but I mean, I wouldn't be that guy. But I got a better chance of being the guy by himself, sitting in the lawn chair, and you know, in the outfield, by you know, because I just I'd, I've been on both sides of it. I did some uh, umpiring when I was younger, and I've covered enough high school sports to be around this and to be close to the parents. And it's hard, man. When you look around, you're just like, geez, like I, I know you think your kid is going to the professional level, but. Do you realize, like, what we're doing right now? We're in a Tuesday in a gym with seven of us in the stands. Like, can you just calm the hell down? And it's really, it's, you wonder if it's just the idea that they're living their life through their kid. That's right. And it's almost like it's affecting them more than it's affecting, because the kid's more looking like, can you please shut up? And it's hard to, to fathom where this mindset comes from. And I don't know if it's disappointment in your own lives, and then you're taking it to this, because you're afraid it goes to your kids. Like, we talked about counseling, or whatever. There's some all kinds of couches that need to be done with this because I don't know what the reason is, but it's bad. It really is. Yeah, no, you. I think you 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 nailed it, man. I think it's. I mean, us as parents looking at what's going on with our kids. I I, I don't know if it's. Yeah, it, it has to be living vicariously through them, and it's one thing to be out there on the floor. It's another thing to watch it from the stands. Like, nobody wants to see their kid violated in any type of way. 
let alone to be mistreated on a on a baseball field or a basketball court or on the ice. And I think that sets people over the edge. I guess that defense mechanism pops up for the kid, but that just still seems a little too overboard for me. Um, yeah, I don't know where the hell we're going as as society, but uh, you know, maybe maybe people have learned. I I doubt it. I also wonder too if it's. I, I think this is in general. You know the the joke that like you, that this person thinks they're the main character. I almost feel like everyone has gotten too much with. Maybe it's the social media. Maybe it's with mm. the reality TV. Everyone, it almost like you you think you're in a movie. Like everyone's watching you, and everything's on this, and it's on this play or this on this whatever. It's not as serious or it's not as big as you seem to think it is. You're looking at all the you know bad calls with the official on Sunday that cost you money with the NFL. That's got nothing to do with this kid that's 19 years old that's refereeing your nine-year-old's AAU game. Like, I don't know how people can't separate that stuff, but we're not. And I don't know if it's everything mixed in and it's all the big giant melting pot of all the problems that we have, but I don't know how to correct it, but there's obviously a problem. Yeah, everybody, you, you, you said it too. Everybody is so into themselves. Like, that's what it boils down to. Everybody's so into themselves. Uh, we're all into our kids and what we need to show and what we need to highlight. And it's, uh, we can do better. As a society, we can go ahead and do better. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855 2124 CBS. Hey, if we got any refs out there, and I'm sure we do, I mean, there's a sports station broadcasting all over the damn country, Canada too. If you're a ref, what the hell is going on out there? Why Why do I go on YouTube and see fights? Why do I see angry parents? Like, what's going on with refereeing? Because I can turn on any game, professional, any league, and it just seems like there's, there's new beef between the players and the refs. And is this something that's starting at the lower levels and going higher? I'm going to take your calls on the other side. I want to hear from the referees, but let's hear from Marco Belletti. He got a newsflash on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, JR, man? I, I listen to your show every night, man. I, I tell you what, man, you miss your calling, bro. You miss your calling as a comedian. You are a funny dude, man. Not, not, I don't mean that in no disrespect, but you are truly funny. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I mean, damn it, there's so much attention here on John Morant that, yeah, I mean, Damian Lillard, 40 points, joining the 20,000-point club? Wow. Big time. Not bad. A matter of fact, so here's, here's a little bit of background. San Antonio Spurs took on the, what the hell do you call these guys, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks win 132 to 119. Pretty interesting game. Pretty cool game. You think about Victor Wembanyama out there with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, damn it. Victor Wembanyama didn't even play. What type of crap is this? It's terrible. Giannis Antetokounmpo had 11 points. Damian Lillard, he went off all by himself. He had 40 points, 14 of 22, 7 of 12 from deep. 
And as an overall, Damian Lillard wasted no time. A season-high 40 points. He pushed his career total over 20,000 points. Uh, Victor Wembenyama didn't play due to a sore right ankle. I don't know if this is the same ankle that he twisted a couple of days ago and just continued to, to play. Uh, but Damian Lillard, he spoke after the game. This is what he had to say about getting over that 20,000-point marker. Listen. I don't want to fake downplay it like it's nothing. You know, I know it's a it's a big deal. It's a great accomplishment. You know, it's a rare space to be in, you know, in the history of this league to have only 51 players accomplish something like that. You know, I think that speaks for itself. Yeah, Damian Lillard is the 51st person in NBA history to have more than 20,000 career points. Uh, the only other active players with 20,000 points right now, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Steph Curry, DeMar DeRozan, and Chris Paul. It's a nice company to be in. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. You know, before we went to break, we were talking about referees and the interaction between referees and players and just, I don't want to say how soft, just how sensitive everybody is. And then we had a referee from Sacramento call us up. Thank you, Mark, from Sacramento. And he gave us his perspective on even, you know, refereeing basketball games on the the youth level as to why things aren't working out. And he says there's so much vitriol uh, from a lot of the parents and you hear horror stories. It's so difficult right now to get younger folks into referee. And he says that it's a a lot of vets and it's tough to get uh, younger guys in. Uh, let's get to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. Let's talk to Glenn from Toronto. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, man. How you doing? Good. Yes. Okay, so um, I, um, I obviously, being, uh, being uh, living in England, um, they, um, the, the respect level for, uh, for referees in rugby used to be really low. Like, the players would go after them. Now, what happened was, what changed was that they started to, um, at the professional level, mic up the referees so that the referees that could be heard throughout the stadium and on TV. And now you've got to, if you've ever seen the size of rugby players, they're humongous. These referees are half the size of them. They'll call them over and sometimes call the captain over. And you stop that now, otherwise you go, you're going into the penalty box for 10 minutes. And the players go, yes, yes, sir. And it's... Yes, the referees aren't perfect, and, and, and not, uh, only the most arrogant one we would claim to, but the respect level for the referees went up, and the game is... The players are careful. They have to be careful because if they're within earshot of the, a referee and they swear and stuff like that, not only will they get in trouble, but they'll, they'll be heard around the stadium, and they know that they're looked up to by, by the fans. So, you know, I'm not saying refs are perfect, and... I would never want to do the job just because, you know, especially at a youth level, I would never in a million years want to do it. Yeah, well, we, we just heard from Mark from Sacramento the reason why. And thank you, Glenn, for calling from Toronto. I don't know if professional sports here in, in North America would want to sign up for that. I don't know if we want to make the referees more a part of the show than they already are. To be honest, I don't need to see the refs get together on the field and you know, do a whole performance as to whether or not it was a catch or not a catch or pass interference. I'm like, come on, man, let's get this crap out the way and play the damn game. I don't need to see the NBA referees now pretend like it's the NFL and walk over to the scorer's table 
and, uh, you know, look into the camera and tell the whole arena it was a foul on this guy and we're doing this. Just let the let the PA announcer do it and just keep it moving. Like, I don't need to know that the referees exist, to be honest. If I'm being fully honest, not that I want to take anybody's job away, especially in baseball, I wouldn't mind if we had, like, just more of a, a use of technology. The NFL can certainly use it, but they don't want to because it's an entertainment product. You know, we don't need stupid-ass chains to measure a first down. The technology exists to say whether or not the ball moved three inches or three yards. We don't need three 60-year-old men out there with sticks and chains trying to figure it out. We really don't. We have the technology to use it. The NFL chooses not to do so. You know, I think we can pretty much probably maybe do the same thing with the NBA. I think uh, a little bit more touch and go as to whether or not this guy touched the ball last or that guy touched. But I'm sure you could have a technology that does that. In baseball, how much more cut and dry can it be? This is a ball. This is a strike. But every umpire has to have his own strike zone. And so I wouldn't mind if we had referees, but just like any other technology, have the referee and the human human oversee the technology, but utilize the technology as the tool to get everything right. Okay? I mean, if I look at, at tennis, if I look at soccer, it's pretty easy utilizing technology, whether you want to call it Hawkeye or whatever the hell it is. Did the ball go over the line? Was the ball hit in, on the court of play? Like, those are all things that technology can help with. And these are things that think these are things that are going to happen at all levels across all leagues. It's just a matter of when you don't think major league baseball at the major league level, not the minors at the major league level is going to use technology to call balls and strikes. It's going to happen one day. We all might be gone or might be gray, but it's going to come sooner than later. It's the JR sport Brief show here with you on CBS sports radio. 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls. Damn it, we'll, we'll hear again from John Morant. He spoke after the game about his return. And then we'll hear from Damian Lillard again as well. Talk more football and referees and basketball. And it all here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.